Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Punk Till I Die podcast. Episode number 10. Number we made it to t- t- double figures. It, yeah, we're rolling. Don't they say that most podcasts die within the first five episodes? Or is that businesses in the first five years? I don't know. It doesn't matter. But we are... And marriages, too. Here. I'm one of your hosts, Tom <laughs> Trauma. The other voice you hear in the darkness is Liverpool Neil. Say hi, Neil. Hey, everybody. How are you all doing? Hope you've enjoyed. Hope you enjoyed number nine. I really enjoyed number nine. How about you, Tom? Have you listened to number nine yet? I have not, but I, I, enjoy, I enjoyed recording it, and that's usually a pretty good sign. Hope everybody had a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year and all that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I did. And How we, about you? Yeah, I did. It was it was really good. I, uh, I You know, of course, I've been doing a little traveling up to the – for those of you who, uh, American kids who paid attention in geography class, Michigan has two peninsulas, a lower one, which where the normal people live, and uh, one way up at the top where it's basically like a frozen tundra, and I uh, – had to go up to the frozen tundra for the weekend for uh for my son's uh wrestling meet which was a pretty fun experience overall but definitely uh not my idea of uh you know tropical travel in january but that's, what, that's yeah. almost in canada isn't it for god's sakes I'm, I'm only three hours from canada on a good day Jesus. i'm pretty sure i'm further from canada when i'm up there but you know the up is basically wisconsin it shouldn't even belong to michigan it's yeah. attached to wisconsin then we have this little tiny bridge that goes from but, oh anyway. no did you have to drive across a bridge we did I can't. Oh man, see that's something. Five I, mile suspension bridge, the longest oh, suspension fuck's bridge in sake. the world. I, I've got a, I've got a crazy phobia. I cannot drive across bridges. Well, only one time has a car flown off it. I think it was oh. like, I think it was a Yugo. You remember Yugos? Oh they were like my super god! Cheap. I think they were like three cylinder cars that were made in the eighties or something. Yeah, they were. Anyway. They were four thousand dollars. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, those exactly. Very well. But the other reason we're excited, other than the fact this is our tenth episode, we we have our first guest on today, and this is sort of an insider guest. Because he's he's a total punk news connection, friend of mine for many years now, and I'm super excited to talk to him again because I haven't talked to him much over the last year or so. So say hello, Ricky Frankel. Oh my God, I'm the first guest. This is you uh, are. This you is, are. Awesome. is that too much pressure for you? I'm sorry. Is that too much pressure for you? No, I'm excited. This is, it's been a while since I've been on a podcast, so I'm I'm ready to you know get rid of the cobwebs and uh, and chat. So yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Hey, yeah, Ricky, man, yeah. it's, it's... we've never met, so uh, how you doing? Good That's to, right. Neil, it's good, good I, to finally talk to you. I know. And I know we finally get to hear each other's voices. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Neil and I used to go. Did we? We used to go at it uh, when you would write in, but it was all just in good fun and, and ribbing. Uh, but it was, it was, you know, it was, it was a lot of fun when you would write in because it kept me on my toes. Yeah, that that really used to annoy me because I'd write I'd write really long, complicated letters, and people, you know, the other guys wouldn't really say a word when I after they read my letters out. Adam or someone would just say, "Yeah." Okay, and on to the next one. You know. That's what they do now. Still, I'm like, I try to make a comment. It's like, ah, it's like, don't let Tom talk. You just, you just be offensive. <laughs> and that's but, why we yeah, love it, you, buddy. That's why we love you. Exactly. But you, well, no, it is kind of ironic because the shoe is definitely on the other foot now. Because, well, Neil would write in and not criticize so much as like if he'd correct things occasionally. You know, certain members of the podcast who we won't mention like to get factual things wrong. Always quoting years and dates and other things getting them wrong so you you'd correct us on that once in a while but also you definitely have that more old school punk mentality which i also have which is you know what brought us together so yeah. well um, i think it, also neil would uh write in about the songs i would play as well oh dude oh my god yes yeah. yeah you played that one one time i can't remember what it was but it was absolutely horrendous my friend i, st- oh, I still remember that <laughs> yeah oh god I don't, I don't remember what you're talking about it was uh, I, was it the cover of the Lil like Wayne song or something? Yes, it oh, was some rap yeah. cover. So, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, so that was I. 
I forgot what the band was, um, but uh, they opened for some real for some like local at some local show here uh, in LA, and uh, they honestly, when they played it live, it surprised everyone and kind of blew away blew everyone away. It surprised me. Just, yeah, <laughs> not and, a good and, way. But, yeah, but it was it was in a good way for everyone there, and I'm like, I gotta at least show this because it's so it's so weird and, and like out and funny and, and almost outrageous. So I thought I'd play it on the podcast, and um, Neil wrote in after that. Yeah, so you know, he's, you not, know, he's every, not allowed every... to play songs ever again. <laughs> when Neil when Neil sends out a hate letter, that actually represents one thousand listeners. Every <laughs> every every hateful letter. <laughs> well, it yeah. Well, the the funny I mean, like I said, the funny thing is now. So now you know you can get a hold of us. I'm gonna plug our it's punk till I die seventy seven at gmail dot com or punk till I die podcast on on Facebook. So Ricky, really, you can have your revenge if you wish. You can listen very carefully and try to find spots where Neil screwed up because oh, he does plenty. occasionally. Oh God, yeah, I'm drunk. Most I of mean, the time. his mind's soft, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and you can write in and chastise it for him or tell him what's how bad his songs were. I I played one recently, uh, <laughs> a, a Lenny a Lenny Lashley song, and I really liked it. Neil did not like it, and every piece of letter we've got since then has also agreed with Neil that they didn't like it. So. <laughs> yeah, so so Lenny Lashley, no boo. Yeah. Did you listen to the Lenny Lashley record, Ricky? Uh, I listened to some of the singles. I it. It didn't do much for me. I, I didn't oh hate it. Though. All right, Ricky. No. Uh, now we're getting on, mate. strike against me. <laughs> I mean, listen. In the end, like, Pirates Press has been killing it for, like, the last, like, two and a half years or so. Yeah. Uh, I don't get, like, everything that, that, they, that they'll put out. But, like, I mean, you can't. They've been building up quite the catalog. And uh, I got to always respect that, respect them for that. Hey, Ricky, no, for, all, for, all, for our listeners, records. beautiful for, looking records for our listeners, yeah. tell them, tell them who Pirates Press is, because some people might not know. So Pirates Press is a label, but they're also like uh, a Northern California and I believe like a Czech Republic pressing plant. And they're, if yeah, you they're look plants at, in the Czech Republic, yeah. So if, if you look at um, like if you have a, a record from like Fat Records, chances are they they actually pressed it and did all the work. There's a really good um, video on YouTube. I think it's either by Business Insider or Forbes, and they and they interviewed uh, the owner of Pirates Press and Fat Mike and other and other like kind of oh and the owner of like Amoeba Records, and they uh, kind of go through like the vinyl resurg like resurgence. Um, it's a, the album's a couple. I mean, the video is a couple years old now, but it's it's pretty fascinating. Um, and Pirates Press are also the ones. If you get like a flex, uh, a picture flexi, in in your with your order or something like that, uh, from like I don't know Interpunk or uh, yeah. even Pirates Press, <clears throat> they're the ones that actually pioneered that. And they do all sorts of weird, cool things because they have the ability to experiment. Yeah. Oh, with their records. I've got and stuff some crazy like shaped records. One that's like a pair of boots, and it's literally too big to fit on my turntable. Did you say? Do you say a pair of boobs? <laughs> yeah, I wish. No, a pair of boots. <laughs> boots. My dirty-minded uh, friend. Uh, well, I, one of uh, one of a, a really cool one was that noise single that came out last year, which has like oh, the, the bullet. The, it's like a seven-inch, but it, but it has yeah. like uh, it's like a it's a seven-inch, but it's pressed as a twelve-inch, and it has like. Um, oh, call out like bullets, yeah, and they did a really yeah, good it's job. Not, with that. It's not really cut like a seven inch because if you put your a record, your turntable on auto, it won't drop on there, right? Oh, interesting. Okay, it's a pain in my neck. I I, I love I loved a lot of the novelty vinyl, but and there was one too. They did that. Uh, they did the um, booze and glory uh, London skinhead crew album. Mm -hmm. That one played inside out. 
Yeah, it was die cut. Yeah. Oh. So it was it was some cool. I mean, they definitely do some cool stuff. I mean, no, we're we're not getting payola from them. We're not we're not. Uh, we may have at one point, but we're not getting paid <laughs> off by them. We just we just. But they no, I agree. They do some great stuff. Hey, when, uh, when is, and, hey, and they branched out a little bit. It used to be if you got something Pirates Press, you knew it was going to be like old school punk rock. But now they branched out quite a bit. So I've actually I I, don't, I maybe don't love them as much as I used to, just because now there's a lot more like reggae and other. I mean that that suede head album that you love so much, Neil. That's Pirates Press. Yeah, album. that's a beautiful, beautiful looking album too. That's kind of like a reissue by, you know, re, a reissue by uh, Need or whatever, what do they call it? So, um, oh, hey, but hold on a second. Talking about noise, are, are those guys still going? Are they are they going to put any, any any new vinyl out soon? Does anybody know? They've been talking about that. They've been talking about <clears throat> working on new stuff for a while. I don't know. I, I I vaguely remember writing about how they were in the studio like over a year ago uh, when I was still doing when I was still a news editor hmm. um, is the main dude still active military because that was his thing he was active military because last i knew we moved from the seattle area to somewhere in texas oh boy okay oh i didn't I know didn't he was know. still there i don't know i don't anyway but that I, I don't listen to them a ton but when i saw them at punk rock bowling they blew me away great. they were so i do like the, I, I do i love that guy's voice the dude's voice is great yeah and yeah. all the all the recordings are really good too i've been uh i've been really happy with everything i've got from them <laughs> i think yeah they're good so, so Ricky, it's been what about it's been about a year since you left as a, like a full time punk news staffer. Yeah, um, what happened was my last podcast uh, was the end of the year twenty eighteen podcast. My last post was uh, the very last navel gazing um, on I think January eighteenth, and that was like or nineteenth or something like that. It's been and, about five of them since then. <laughs> yeah, I know, and. Uh, they, and I started, you know, January, like 18th, 2014. So it, it seemed appropriate. Um, mm. and then I came back, uh, when, uh, the unfortunate passing of Brittany Strummer happened, oh, I yeah, came yeah, back yeah. to do, uh, a review for the site, uh, for like, we, we did like, you know, like, um, oh, her favorite bands, like her favorite bands. And I got yeah. to do, uh, reinventing X Rose by against me, which was really cool. Um, I never, I never really worked with with her a ton, uh, just just very very little. So I kind of felt, I felt like a lot of people were like, oh, I mean, I mean, it was a terrible tragedy. I, I don't yeah. discount that for a second. But now we we live in this era of like tragedy horrors, where everybody's like glomming on, and I'm just like, you know, what? I, I didn't really know her very well. I'm gonna step back. So I actually kind of intentionally didn't do anything with that. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure there's some people who knew her less than me that did glom onto it. But what, whatever, you know, it's 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 cool. So I um, probably would have stepped back but um i kind of interacted with tw on her with twitter uh before i was okay. ever on the staff and then um, you're not the one i'm questioning ricky you're not no, i know no, you no, did no. lots of stuff you but, did a lot you've had lots of hats you wore lots of hats at punk news well also i i actually met her at punk rock bowling uh ah. the last time i went so that's so i got to hang out with her um for a little while and uh she was really cool um so yeah punk news brought me back for that um but i still go to shows um uh, you know, I if I if I have something I want to review, like if I'm really motivated to review something, um, I'm friend actually longtime Punk News podcast listeners will recall that we had Denise Borders from Punk World yep, Views. Yep, I do. On, and so uh, she still does her site. So sometimes if I really want to review something, um, I'll uh, I'll send a review over her way. Um, I've only so done if you want to review something, you send it to someone else. Oh my gosh, you dirty red-handed <laughs> trick! No. <laughs> well, you know Denise has been Denise has been very cool. She she no, actually no, got, just... she got me in 
to uh, a lag wagon show on last Sunday for uh, for free. So like she has a really good pull and she's been. You and got she's me to a lag wagon show for free. We walked in the record store. There's a huge pile of tickets. <laughs> pile of tickets. Yeah, that's oh. right. They couldn't they couldn't give them away. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well. Then this, um, uh, and then also she was she was cool enough to let me do an end of the year list, uh, which I saw. I felt, did see that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which would have felt weird to not do after four or five years of doing that. So hey, buddy, you um, can you can you can do it. You can do an end of year list for us for no problem at all. There you go. We'll we're happy. starting. We're yeah. gonna beef up our web content, so we'll. Uh, yeah, we'll be happy to do that. We'll, sure. We're glad to bring you on as an unpaid guest. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, but um, you know, and then also uh, I've just been you know pushing my book, and then that's pretty much it on the punk front. A uh, punk front. I'm still buy. I still you know buy, not as many records as I used to, but you know I still I think just about everything that I got that I put on my end of the year list I I probably have on physical vinyl. I always um, do. That's like one of my. That's one of my like pet peeves is if you got a. If these libraries are so great, you better buy them, right? right Some of them are hard to find. I yeah. still have a few that I need to hunt down, like three or four. But I'm talking over the course of six lists now for me. I think there's like four things I don't have. Hmm. So yeah, so, that hanging there, hanging there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, but I'm still doing stuff. I just uh, the writing portion has just been just. I'm just. I just was just kind of done after, especially so when, after the when, book. So when you left, so mm-hmm. the question I had, because because I'm wrestling with this myself, mm-hmm. I, I said at my end of your list, and I absolutely mean to stick by this, I'm not going to do reviews like I used to. And that doesn't mean I'll never do reviews. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I, I, I guys like Ronaldo and I churn out like 70 or 80 of them a year. Mm-hmm. You know, and I just can't do it anymore. I'll probably still write about live shows, and I'll write about maybe a classic punk album or thrash album or something if I really feel it needs to get covered and nobody will cover it. Mm-hmm. But but I guess my my question is so I'm kind of pulling back a little bit, but for whatever reason you decided it was best just not to do that and walk away. I'd like to think guys like us who have been around for a long time could sort of transition into what I call maybe like an emeritus status, emeritus. Mm-hmm. You know, like when a professor sort of semi retires but still does a class once in a while. Yeah. And I wonder I wondered if maybe you considered that or my 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 question I guess is how come you felt like you had to totally totally walk away. Um, you know, it was, I, I just had, well, first of all, this, and this will be an exclusive for you guys. I was getting like, not like nerve damage, but like I was typing so much that, um, I was getting like carpal tunnel, cubital tunnel from, which was actually, I found out it was caused from a car, like a car crash I was in, uh, when I was 18, a drunk driver hit me on say, the freeway. Chronic, man. Chronic masturbator. That's a great name for a band, by the way, right there. <laughs> yeah. Chronic masturbator. Love it. They're great. And um, so, yeah, I, I so I was dealing with that for actually a few years while I was at Punk News. I just kept quiet about it. Um, I But also, I mean, I, I feel you, dude. I was, you know, I have a, <clears throat> a Punk News. And also, by the way, I was doing New Noise for a year and a half at the same time. I was... Yep. Um, I, I did a couple years of New Noise. I have no idea where they're at right now. I'd, I would like to discuss that with somebody who knew what was going on. I don't know. Um, and then also, you know, I was, I was, uh, you know, during that that last summer, I was there. I was writing the book, um, and then at, and then I was writing for the live reviews and getting paid for it by this yeah. local website called The Art of LA, and it was just a lot. And at the same time, it was distracting me from just getting just kind of getting my life on you guys you know you have families and yep. and uh you're, you're you know on this your, is your, definitely a hobby for us yeah definitely so i it was becoming a little bit more of a hobby um and i just needed i just needed to stop and um because i had because i'm i'm now i 
I just turned 28, and like I kind of oh, want. I was going to ask. Like, hey, I was going to say happy birthday to both you guys. I know both hey, you guys oh, just yeah, had oh, a birthday. Oh yeah, that's you, right. You turned 28. Neil turned 29. I can't believe it. You guys are so close in age. <laughs> Dude, 28, 28 plus 29 equals my age. How about there? You that? go. You just turned 57. Well, yeah. So yeah. So um, yeah. I just I just needed to uh, step away. I had some other things I wanted to do. Um, and the and that's also why I did the book because you know as as you know. Oh, actually, one other thing. I was looking at. I also looked at like my punk news like folder that I have and with, with all the documents of everything I've written, I, I wrote over, and I'm sure you did more, Tom. I wrote over 250 reviews. That doesn't count anything else that I did. Amateur. I'm at 420. Yeah. yeah so I, I, and I was doing, I, I still hope to get to 500, and, but it might take me a few more years. I, I, dude, I mean, you can do it, but, um, I, I just was burnt out and, um, I loved there and I just I don't know I, nothing was it just didn't seem as challenging anymore uh I probably if I had stayed I may have just like just done interviews maybe I don't know but um hey uh, folks and, let, let me interject here a second because yeah. there might be some I know you know you, there might be some people who just listen to the Punk Till I Die podcast and have no idea yes. what what Punk News is. So Punk News is the uh, like the 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 parent of of uh, of our podcast. Really, that's how I got to know Tom. So Punk News is a website. They have reviews. They have all kinds of things like that. They've yes. been around for what, like fifteen years or something? Twenty years. Oh, 20, 20. oh 20 just, years. We okay. just we just had our twentieth anniversary and did Buckkiss to celebrate. Okay, I so, thought John was working on something for that. Well, you know, maybe have it ready for the twenty fifth. Yeah, so so they've been so Punk News has been around for twenty years, and they've had so a podcast yeah, what for about Ricky, eight years now. It's what now brought or Ricky and I together. It's what brought Neil and I together. It brings yeah. everybody. It's basically a website that brings people together. It's like Grinder for punks, <laughs> <laughs> or something uh, like that. I don't know. So yeah, I mean, and so it was just kind of a lot of things. Um, but yeah, I just needed. Um, it, it was just becoming just a lot. I mean, I was doing just about. I wasn't doing as much as John, but I was coming in cl- like second or third pretty close and um and and what led me to writing the book though was like i realized i did all these interviews and all this stuff for basically for free which i didn't mind doing it for free but these interviews basically for free they are for free um (laughs) they you know they go out and they get posted for a day and a half after you put literally hours into them and then um then they never get read again and i just I needed something to show for myself uh, for doing that, for uh, doing that. To prove that I was here. Yeah, and and it was a, it was kind of a nice way to give back to the scene and all that stuff. So that's kind of how it ended. Um, but it ended on really good terms. I'm still friendly with everyone. Sometimes I'll I still shit post in the comments. And um, yeah, I noticed that. Yeah. And uh, um, you that's know, that's the it, best I, to be able to stand on the outside and just take pot shots. Oh, it's great, and I and when when I when I posted uh, on the very last na- navel gazing, like in the comments that I was leaving, I told one of the regular commenters, "Like, where are you? So, like, what's going on?" And I said, "It'll be like 2009 when I was shit posting back then," and um, that's that's basically what it's been like. And um, uh, no, I care about the site a lot. I hope I always hope it does well. I still, have, you know, I'm so friendly with everyone there that that ten percent of you, ten percent of you, totally hope that it failed when you left. Come on, oh yeah, totally. But ninety ninety uh, percent of you wants it to succeed. <laughs> but there's always that ten percent of Schneid, Schneidenfrau. What's that German word? A like, Schadenfreude. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, something like yeah. There you go. Yeah, there you go. So, so yeah, so that, the, that's so basically the, it. 
so the book, I, I want to talk about well, the book. Hold, hold on a second, hold on a second, yeah. Tom. I think it will be good, actually, it's we're 20 minutes in, if Ricky plays a song. Oh, play a song? Yeah, guest, guest, guest to play the first song. Okay, so, yeah, awesome. Okay, so, hmm, I'll do the new, this newer band for everyone, and then we'll do the, the my, my another one uh, later, but I put this band at my number four end of the year list, which you can see at punkworldviews.com. Uh, this is a band I saw. Make at... sure you edit that out, Neil. We can't have competitive yes, exactly. Competitive sites. Yes. The <laughs> it was punk dot com. Yes. Shout out to Denise. Um, uh, and this, they, what they, this was, the, even the backstory behind this band, this album is punk rock. They, they crowdfunded, they crowdfunded it, and they put it out themselves. Who was the band? Um, the band is called Be Like Max. They are a ska punk band. I actually saw them open. Turn off now, Tom. I give Ricky the benefit of the doubt. He's, he's not a scoffer. Yes. Yeah. No. Well, I, wait. To, wait till you. T- wait till I tell you how I. Pre- I. 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 Uh, you know. Uh, pitch this band to people. They. They were like a pretty like kind of wacky ska band when I saw them, and then I never heard about them la- uh, until later. And then they put this record out, and, and Punk News like reviewed it and gave it a seven. And then I listened to it. I'm like, this deserves way, way more than a seven. And because th- what happened was this one, they even admit they got like angrier and more aggressive on this one. And so there's, there's ska, but there's also some hardcore and, uh, poli- you know, it's politi- uh, very politically driven at times. Um, and so the album's called save us all. And the way I pitch the album to people is if you are anxiously awaiting the new suicide machines record, this will hold you over for a long time. Mm. Um, so the, I'm going to play my favorite track off off that. It's called Time Flies When You're Having Work. Uh, that's by Be Like Max off their album, Save Us All. Here it is. You have to get mad. Yeah, kid, come on, get mad. Scream at him. Uh, uh... Tangent of my life, working this rest from breaking my hands, my nails, and the There you go. Who was who was that again? Remind us again what the name of the band. 
Uh, they're called Be Like Max, and the album was called Save Us All. All right. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Well, you know, I, I do make occasional exceptions to like the third my third wave ska rule. I mean, like I, I, I do like the Suicide Machines. I like Against All Authority back in the day, back in the 90s. There was a few occasionally that I thought took it to a level where I, I get into it. I, of course, love my local guys, Mustard Plug. But nevertheless, so so the book, Ricky, the book. Yeah. So when the book came out, I knew you were leaving. The book came out. I'm like, oh, I got to I got to. Get Ricky's. I got to pick up Ricky's book. I want to support my buddy, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't remember what happened, but for some reason, I never got around to ordering it. I remember I went on the website, or I can't remember what it was, and and I'm like, oh, you got to pay extra to have him sign it. Oh, that's BS, man. I'm like, <laughs> I'm gonna pay the regular basic price, and then I'm gonna put a note in the comments and say, Ricky, you better customize that book to me, or I'm gonna drive to LA and kick you in the so, nards or something, you know? But, <laughs> Tom, but you should have you should have just messaged me. I would have happily uh, but, given you a discount on it. But, but I, forgot <laughs> Discount. Exactly. I know you well, I, i'm sure you have personal money into it so i don't take that idea no, i do that. yeah no, so, no, no so what so the thing is like i people are i i get this thing where like i've gotten some people asking me about like why i can't give it away for free the problem is that i only printed up 150 and i and i needed to make every sale that i could the only people that got free copies were the photographers that were gracious and uh, were gracious and like um, chari- like very very nice enough to give me uh, their photographs for free so I could get a photo for each interview. Um, after that, I just I just couldn't. And um, well, I I, 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 I would never put money into it. I would never ask you to give me something for free that you put a bunch of your own money into. What I wanted to say was actually I uh, so I was on vacation not that long ago. Uh-huh. Um, and my wife and I, we, we just believe it or not, had our 25th anniversary. We got married when we were children. Yeah, thanks, man. We were only 21 when we got married. We were just kids, right? Yeah. So we had our 25th anniversary, and we, at the beginning of December, we flew down to New Orleans and we cruised to Mexico, and it was it was it was a wonderful time. Honestly, we had a great we had a great great time. Mm-hmm. But when I was down there, I'd been really wanting to go. When I had been in New Orleans years ago, I ran into this guy at a comic book store who was in a band called Thou, which is like this really heavy noise metal band. And he was just opening a new record store called Sisters in Christ. Oh. And I had my kids with me, but I didn't have – so I didn't have time to get down there that trip. So this trip down, I wanted to make sure to get down there. So we walked down Magazine Street, which is like a pretty main drag down there. And I go down to Sisters in Christ, and I buy a bunch of 7-inchers and – I wore a few seven inches, and I'm probably texting back and forth with Neil saying, hey, what's, what about this Sin 34 record? Or what about this, what was the other one I was looking at? Uh, Saccharin Trust or whatever. And I'm yeah, looking Saccharin for it. Trust, so yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I'm picking out some records, and I go to walk by the bookshelf. Because I love, I love reading punk rock biographies. It's one of my very favorite things. Mm-hmm. And I see your book sitting there. Yep. I'm like, no shit. And I pick it up, and it's signed on the inside. Not signed to me, mind you. So, so I put back my Saccharin Trust record and bought your book. And, and oh, I, thank you. Because I, yeah, man. But I had forgotten. Honestly, I meant to get it at the time. And like I said, I just kind of forgot about it. Yeah. It was. It wasn't. I'm like, um. So anyway, I bring it home and I'm I'm halfway through it right now, and I've been enjoying it very much. And thank uh, you. but I was uh very touched at the beginning when. Yep. When you mentioned me by name, my proper Christian name, of course, now that I'm sitting here, I can't freaking. It should. Oh, yes, here we go. Well, yeah, yeah. Here we go. Page I, twelve, guys. I tell you what. Why don't uh, Ricky? Why don't you like introduce what the book is and what it's about oh, sure. and that kind of thing? So, yeah. To give our listeners an idea. Let, let me finish my story, Neil. Yeah. Let him finish the story, and then I'll do that. That's All right. <laughs> it's a no. It just said. It just said he was. He was thanking a bunch of the punk news cast, people he'd worked with for years, and he. 
Andy, thank Tom for always being a pleasure to talk to on the podcast and for his encouragement and wisdom over the years. And I, it really touched my soul. I've never well, that's had a, a lie. I've never had an acknowledgement <laughs> book before. You so know, anyway, it, no, it was I, very I, nice. I, I'm happy to do it. I, I was I'm glad I spent my hard money in your book. Oh, well, thank you. I do appreciate that. It's funny um, that you actually found it there because if I don't know if you remember Stevie Allen, uh, yep. who was on this, who was on the site for about a year. Um, they, they, along with pairs are good friends with the owners of sisters in Christ. So I asked them like, could you get in touch with them and see if they want to, you know, buy some books wholesale and they did. Um, and that's how, so it's, the book was able to get into like record stores here. Um, and then also like one record store in new Orleans. So that's, you should go there anyway. If you're down there, it's a cool little store. It's small, but it's cool. Well curated. Yeah. And uh, there's at least one more copy of it there, so you should go down and uh, and buy and buy Ricky's book. But anyway, yeah, Ricky, tell us, tell us, Neil was right. Tell us, remind us again. You kind of touched on it, but but yeah. what is the book made up of essentially? So it's called "I'm Out of Here: A Collection of Interviews and Anecdotes from the Punk Scene, uh, 2014 to 2018." Um, it's basically all just it's about 45 of the interviews that I did at Punk News also along with some that I did before Punk News um some from New Noise uh from some from the Art of LA um and also a lot of interviews that I did audio only for Punk News I actually took the time to transcribe which took uh just that's that's the worst thing about long. doing interviews cuz they're fun to do but yeah once you got to transcribe uh so I so I took the summer to do that. I also wrote uh, stories uh, at just kind of like about like where either the band was and where I was. Little little um, intro, kind of like a little intros. intro. Every, yeah. um, and then spoiler alert for Tom. Uh, there's also in the back of the book. There's like a list of all the shows that I went to because I kept. Track I, I kind of I paged through it. I kind of did see that. I'm actually only about halfway through it right now. So yeah. So I did that. Um, and then the the like the preface is more just like how this whole book came to be. And um, after that, uh, there's oh, and then I included my end of the year list up until then as yes. well. Um, and uh, that was and it, it came out to be a, you know, 440 page book. Yeah, it's Holy it's shit. a thick book. That, yeah. But yeah, it's, it's pretty God, much dang. like all of Ricky's work at Punk News and some outside of Punk News. You know, some of those some of the shorter little interviews you did like on our like bigger uh, like punk news show. like they'd always do like a big 300 podcast or 350 or whatever some i know 250 had a bunch of them yeah. and I, I was probably sitting there like you know on discogs or something because what would happen to those i don't know you, you, ever, you remember those shows neil we do like a big a big one where we'd have a bunch of short interviews did you ever hear one of those yes i did yes I did. because what would happen is ricky lives in la there's a shit ton of bands obviously mm -hmm. john lives in philly plus john knows everybody and Adam and I would basically just, I mean, I think after a while I just quit being on them because yeah, it was just like, just sit there. Yeah. Pretty much. And yeah. maybe just occasionally take a pot shot or whatever. But, but it was just like, uh, so yeah, those shows and, and part of it was my own fault. Cause I didn't really put the effort into, you know, lining somebody up, but yeah, those are always kind of strange, strange shows. But yeah, there's, so there's like some really long, you know, there's like Tartar Control and, and CJ Ramon and stuff that are longer. <laughs> And then there's like, uh, you know, there's some real short, like one and a half page. It's really, honestly, it's like, like a great bathroom reader. How many bands are on Perfect. it? Perfect. How many because bands you did you really, interview? It's not a novel. You know, you're not going to sit down necessarily and read the whole thing in no. one shot. So I, I, no, I've been reading, no. you know, read a few pages here and there. And yeah. So uh, it's 45. What was it? What, sorry, what was your question? How many, how many bands were interviewed for it? 
it's, it's, 40, it's, it's like 45 or 46 interviews. Um, there are doubles of some. I know I interviewed like Jack Dalrymple twice. I interviewed Natters. I think there are three interviews in there of them. Uh, Ezra Kyer from Morning Glory, which was a dream come true. Um, was I think he's in there twice. Yeah, he had um, one Edward, Edward Cul- my very first punk news interview with Edward Cul- ever with Edward Culver, which was that an was accident. Um, and that's, he did that, a bunch of artwork on like eighties. You definitely recognize his art. You know, I mean, he's maybe not oh. as well known as like. Oh, he's a photographer. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I know Edward Culver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. um, so yeah, and uh, just real quick, if if you do want to get the book, uh, I only have like twenty copies left. Uh, there's only 150 that will be that have been made. You can get them on Amazon if you want them uh, free shipping, or if you want a signed copy, uh, you can go to I'm Out of Here Book com, and if you don't want it signed and you want you know the cheaper one that's fine too you can get it there um or if you want to just do it over instagram hit me up at desert 92 um just don't friend me on facebook because that's weird and um <laughs> what an unfriendly guy holy shit <laughs> no i still get banned like these random band members friending me on facebook yeah oh, I uh, see. And, then yeah. Ne- and as soon as you accept the friend request like my band like my label like, yeah. thanks thanks for the ad and all that stuff yeah so um, do you uh, is that so ricky is that your picture on the cover that is i okay i i that is me that is the my old vest i um now if you obviously that is a, Boy, a lot of room for more patches on there ricky a lot have, of room for more patches well, i was going for um uh, well, I, I, obviously, it's it's uh, an allusion to yeah. against me as the eternal cowboy. Yep. yep. Um, and because I actually have, I don't have the exact guitar that Laura has, but I do. It, it's that is a. It's Did a you get a Les Paul? Right. What is that? A, a that's a what the, what's a the fame? Rickenbacker. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah, gonna say so the famous that, And then the back also, um, the back is kind of like what I just. It's just me also. Um, uh, just what I would imagine the what I imagined like the back of that album cover would have been if they had done that, um, and yeah, you know, um, uh, so yeah. But there, it, I got some like it. Yeah, go ahead. No, no, I'm no. Go ahead, Ricky. Oh yeah, so I mean, some of my like other people that are on there, like um, I got Tim Comerford from Rage Against the Machine. Well, that how, how about by how about for some of the older? Because we have probably some old punk rockers listening. Oh, any any uh, any old scene people. Um, I got what's his, oh, I forgot his name, but I got uh, the lead singer from Channel Three. Oh, okay, hmm. yeah, yeah. Uh, C.J. Ramon. Um, I also have uh, the Edward Culver one goes pretty deep, um, and then it's a it's kind of I like the story attached to the Edward Culver one too. How you just meet the guy and you like invite you over to dinner with his with his wife and stuff. Yeah, it's that was cool. that was amazing. Um, and he just and he invited me to his house to. Um, to do the interview, which was nuts too, and his record collection is off the charts. It was so cool. Let All first grab... presses, Neil. None of that scab stuff like mm-hmm. I like. <laughs> exactly. Let me grab a copy here and see who else is in. Now there you that... did well. You did. I, I could remember from the uh, from from Punk News. You did DJ Bonebreak, I believe, right? Of X, the drummer I... from X, and uh, yeah, yeah. That was a that was a punk rock bowling one. Uh, DJ Bonebreak. Um... Anyone from Coxpire or anything? No, I, I honestly I just took who I could get. Um, in terms of older people, uh, Spike Slauson from Me First and the Gimme Gimmies. Um, he's been uh, not old enough. My, not Mike, old enough. Yeah, yeah, man. Mike, Dial it back Mike, another decade. Mike <laughs> yeah. Graham, that one from Channel Three. That's like okay. 
Um, oh, also, I, I got to, uh, you know, one that people probably won't expect is I got Kev- Kevin Lyman of the Vans Warp Tour. Oh, um, yeah. And I remember that. I remember that when it first ran. I haven't got that far yet. Yeah. And Chad Price from All in a Vulture so, Wake. Um, and Black Dahlia. Oh, there you okay. go. There you go. So, uh, yeah, I mean. Are you going to you, you going to Punk Rock Bowling this year? I'm not. Uh, no. I, I pro- no, I'm not. I, I, I would. I don't know, man. I just. What's cool about living here in Los Angeles is that whenever bands come out to play punk rock bowling, they'll inevitably do a show in L.A. While so you can see them at a club. Yeah. Yeah. So um, that's what I usually do. Uh, I think I, d- I did it three years in a row. Um, and it's just even with when Punk News would get us a free ticket, which I'm very grateful for, um, th- it was still like a ton of money <laughs> to do oh, it. Yeah. So. I have the oh, same I thing with class. I said talk the same thing about Riot Fest. It's like okay, I can I can maybe get free passes to Riot Fest, but you still got to go stay in Chicago for four days and drink and eat and everything else. Yeah, it's, it it it'll still rack up quite a bill by the time it's done. Yeah. So um I, I uh, yeah so I, I probably won't. It it looks cool. I would I also would like to see the Circle Jerks play a hometown show since they're like doing everything except Los Angeles for for some reason. I think the thing those of us forget that aren't in L.A. is how freaking big it, at what's considered L.A., how big it is, how far you can drive from one end of L.A. to the other. We're just like, well, it's a local show. But yeah, but it might be, you might have to drive an hour and a half to a local show. Oh, dude, I, there, I've lived here my whole life. I still haven't been to every, uh, to every area. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's pretty crazy. <laughs> no comment. No comment. <laughs> so, uh, that's funny. so, you know, so Neil went down to Fest. You ever been to Fest? I wanted to. I, I. It just wasn't gonna. It just has never. So happened. you, you've never been down there. No, no, no. no I no. haven't either. I think it caters to like. What'd you say? You know, mid thirties crowd for the most part. Uh, yeah, I would say early to mid thirties. Yeah, I was certainly one of the odd men out there for sure. Me well, and, that's. I mean, that's the story of our lives. Me I, and I, Jake Burns. The way yeah. it's gonna be from now on. Yeah. So uh, um, it was. I mean, it was interestingly enough. It was interesting enough. And and Ricky, I don't know if you ever listened, but if you listen to our episode three, you'll hear me go into great detail and great upset about uh, what it was like ooh. being down at Fest. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, no, you know the I, funny the, the funny thing is. So the question I have for you, Ricky, and this is this is an oddball question, right? But uh, Neil couldn't. There was a few things that disturbed him as an older punk guy being down there, and I've I've noticed these same trends in my own local scene. You know, there's the men wearing shorts that are way too tight and wear too way too short, <laughs> and you know we don't do that because we're we're, we're we're I mean we're like knee length for life, you know. Yeah. We don't really care care what the style. Is. But also, there's a lot of a lot of bro hugging going on. Is there a lot of bro hugging in the LA scene? A yeah. lot of hugging. Yeah. A lot yeah. of hugging and a lot of backpacks. I, I was. That's, I, I, that's I was what at... I wanted to ask you. Like when I come to when I finally make it to punk rock bowling and you make it the same year and we meet because we've never met face to face. We've been friends for years. We talk all the time. We email back and forth. We've had great private conversations, but we've never met in the flesh. So no yeah. hugging, when we meet, please. No hugging. Can we just do it? Can we just have a handshake or do we there have to do go. a bro hug? No, it's fine to do a handshake. Actually, okay. I was at a. Um, I'm, I I'm glad. At... I'm glad to hear it. Because Neil and I, was, I have already made that agreement too. We we've become pretty good <laughs> no friends, hugging. but we're content with a handshake. I, I was, I was recently at a, a show. Uh, it was Audio Karate's like record release show. Um, but they had a, a. It was also with like some other really cool up and comers, and I I won't say who the who the band is, but I ran into someone of a fairly 
a fairly big band in our in our scene and he just bear hugged me and I don't know him that well. And so, uh, no, I get where you guys are, are, are coming from. <laughs> and, you know, I've gotten used to it with the people I've gotten used to it with and it doesn't yeah. bother me anymore. Mm-hmm. But it's just definitely, and the thing Neil and I were saying was, it just, it just wasn't that wasn't the way it was back in our day, and our days are ten years apart. Yeah, but apparently that we had a good decade run there with handshakes, at least. So. I don't, yeah. I don't know where it came from. I much, I, if I can get a handshake in, I would much prefer it, and no, I try buy, and do that. Just buy me a beer. That's absolutely fine. No need to hug me. Just, <laughs> just give me a beer, just, and just, I'll be set. Just a little, little tongue kiss is fine. Just get the, <laughs> the handshake and a kiss. Oh, that's funny. I think is that about about time for another Ricky song? You think you want it to is. play? It is. It is. Yeah. Let's uh, let's have Ricky play something else off your top okay, ten so, list or whatever you got. Yeah. So my number one album of the year, uh, and I, I have first of all, I have to like give a shout out to Sean Crawford at Punk News because he was on top of this band like a year or two before me, and mm. like good for him. And so well, my, yeah, but he's at the ground level. He's like nineteen years old. Yeah, but this band, like, I he was the I, guy that came aboard, and we couldn't make fun of you for being young anymore. I know. Um, <laughs> so he, so uh, the band, my number one album of the year was "Nature Nurture" by Clowns. I highly recommend it. This band, they're, they're English. What are what are what are Clowns? Uh, Australian? Australian. Okay. And they they killed it with this record. It was so good that when I saw them in August on that Fat Rec tour with like Teenage Bottle Rocket, I bought everything else that they had uh, on vinyl <laughs> and. It is this band is so amazingly talented in the studio, on stage. Still, it's also like that was my number one show of the year. Wow! Um, I mean, these guys are so good. Um, and so, um, I'm gonna play my favorite song off the album. It's called "I Shaved My Legs for You," and that's by Clowns off their album "Nature Nurture." Check it out.
Okay, that was Clowns, I Shaved My Legs For You. What's the name of the album? Nature Nurture. Okay, we'll have, yeah. to, huh. we'll have to give that one that, a that's listen. A ringing, that's a ringing endorsement. I might actually have to you know, go on one of the free services and check it out. It sure yeah, is. I, I, it, yeah. it's, it's an album that really flows well together, and then um, the song I played in particular is like a really good single. Um, uh, hmm. But it's, um, it, it's one you can listen to from back to front, and you'll be like, oh, what the hell? That was, a, that, like, that was a hell of a journey. Wow. Hmm. And they're Australian, That's... you say? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. They're, they're the second band to get signed to Fat Wreck uh, from, that are from Australia. How long have they been going, do you know? A while. I, I, not with this same lineup, but um, <clears throat> I, I think their first album came out Oh God! When did when did their first album come out? Like, 2010 or something like that. Oh wow! Uh, okay, so they have been they going had some singles. A while. Okay. Oh, okay. So I I'm not right. Was their first album, and that came out in oh 2013. Okay. So um, they've been going out for a while, but uh, they just hadn't really broken out. Because uh, Emil the Sniffers are Australia too, aren't they? They are. So there you go. That's a uh, what's that's... going on for what's going on in Australia. Something good. Well, Fren- Frenzel Rom too. See, I've heard of them. I haven't heard Friends of Rom. They're, they're, for the longest time, they were the only band signed to Fat Rack. Hmm. The only uh, Australian band. Yeah. So, so, mm. so we're talking to your end, you know, talking to your end list. We haven't, we haven't got into that a ton, but that is one of the definitely favorite things about maintaining my status as a quote unquote full time staffer at Punk News is I get to do the official list. And, and, and so I get the official list, and then like all the people who didn't get to do an official list just kind of try to squeak it in wherever they can and i wrote uh, when i did my official list this year this may be my last one i don't know that i'm gonna contribute enough this coming year to do one so i've I've enjoyed doing them very much this is my sixth my sixth one Mm -hmm. and maybe i will like i said i I might do some interviews i might do some reviews i I might do enough but we'll we'll see Mm -hmm. but uh so clowns was your favorite what what did let's go over your Let's not do top twenty. That's too much. Let's do our mm-hmm. let's let's do top ten. Well, let, let, sure. yeah, well, let me ask that a second. So, who decided on top twenty? Because that's way too many. Top twenty is oh, way God. too many. It should be top ten. I mean, because that's quality. Be t- you know, that's your top it top. used to be too much for me. Now, like I, I actually, that's why I did an honorable mentions because I had like twenty five this year. Um, uh, top ten EPs, is, I think, is fine, but I, I'm able to do top twenty now. Um, mm. I don't know. I can't. I can't. I can't, I can't see how he can have. The, uh, well, it's funny. Well, 20. you say that, Neil, but you know what? I probably won't be able to do top twenty next year. And you have an option of ten or twenty. Yeah. Um, but I probably won't be able to do twenty next year because if I'm not doing the amount of reviews that I've been doing, typically of new music, there's a pretty good chance I'm not gonna be well, listening well, also, to much. New also, music. The, the the punk news lists are exhausting to make because you have to write about each album. Um, and there's like and, a like a generator thing you have to plug it all into, and there's a yeah. 
there's a certain amount of work to it. And I tell you what, Ricky, you know, sometimes you'll plug into that generator thing. It's like this weird generator thing. You have to plug your album in there, and it spits out this code mm-hmm. that you copy and paste onto a dot. I mean, it's it's real screwy, right? <laughs> and there was a couple albums this year. I put them in, mm-hmm. and they didn't pop up the album cover. And I'm like, okay, next. Because it didn't that, generate that's... the thing, right? So I just said, screw it, because I didn't feel like attaching a photo and all that. Mm-hmm. So sorry, uh, you know, uh, sorry, old firm casuals. <laughs> oh, boy, they're going to beat you up now. Your, your photo didn't pop up. So so I put Bad Religion at number 20, which, man, I I, I, I can't defend that decision. So if you want to give me hell about it, I'll, I know you like the Bad Religion record. I, I thought it was mediocre. I thought it was mediocre at best, but I, I, I'll tell you what, I'm coming at it from the other from, from the other viewpoint, because you guys have both been doing reviews on the site for ages, and I'm the person that reads the site, right? And I like yeah. to look at those top 10, uh, the top lists, so I can see what I've missed. And yeah. I'm sorry if there's like 10 reviewers and each one's got 20 bands, it, it's just too, it's just too many. So well, I, Neil, the I good like thing it's... is of our of our ten reviewers who do it full time, like eight of them, you can pretty much just know that you're not going to like anything on the list. <laughs> just, just cross them all out. <laughs> yeah, that's true, true enough. Yeah. I mean, I hate to say it, but I, I, a lot of our writers, and I don't want to throw shade on the whole group because they're really nice kids, and we got some a lot of new ones, Ricky. I'm sure you noticed they're yeah. really killing it, and that's why I actually feel okay about stepping back because we have enough good people, but. Um, I, I, most of them, I, I, as far as I could tell, aren't really that big of punk fans. And that's one thing I think Ricky and I always kind of bonded over. It's like, man, we that's 90% of what we listen to. You know what I mean? A lot of these people, you know, even like John, you know, like I said, I love John. I, I, I'm not, not saying anything bad about him. But he still loves hip-hop. He loves reggae. He loves every metal. He loves every kind of music. And I just can't do it. I can't be an expert on all those different kinds of music. Well, never Probably mind that. Never mind that. That's the name of the site. The site says punk news. That's yeah. the that's, point. Oh, okay. So what 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 uh, what Neil's bringing up is has always been a bit of a. It has, and I'm pretty of, sure you and I are in agreement on this, Ricky. And it's it's like yes, th- we are. It is punk news, but at the same time, it's been a site that's covered stuff related to punk as well. That's what. Yeah, but what about a lot of stuff that wasn't related to punk? Oh, I know. There was one time. There was one time they posted a story about Kanye West. I think before I was on the site, and I went, "What are you doing?" Right. And. So um, I know it, it's hard. It's, it's a, become a bit of a general. It's become a bit of a general entertainment news website with a punk kind of leaning. That's what it is. Which is, it, I guess, why we started to do this podcast, right? Pretty much. Well, it's it, funny because Neil and I are like, "Oh, we're gonna do something that's just all we're gonna do is punk. It's just gonna be real focused on punk." And it, mostly, what we talk about is how unpunk we are. <laughs> so it works out pretty well. That's just how <laughs> old we are, I think, is, yeah, is exactly. what you mean. <laughs> Well, it, so, so that's we always do. that's just always been a line we've had to walk, especially as a um, as a former like news editor. Like that's always been something difficult. Like, you know, one of the things that uh, I wasn't sure if they were going to post, uh, and, and I know I would have had a little trouble with it at the t- uh, when they posted it, but when they announced that the, the My Chemical Romance uh, show that that happened last month, like, do you post that on here or oh, but on that's there? Punker than a lot of the crap we put up. Definitely. Sure. Yeah. Sure. So, so I'm once again, I don't, like I don't a... mean to come across as negative because I, much like Ricky, I have so much affection for this site. I, yeah. I feel like we're a weird, small, dysfunctional family. Yeah. I mean, so I'm... I feel like, you know how like you can make fun of your brother? Like, man, my brother, he's such a douche. But if your neighbor calls your brother a douche, you got to punch him in the face. Exactly. That's kind of the way I am with punk news. Like, yeah, you know, we could be better at this. But if you start complaining about it, I'm probably going to get aggressive with you. And there's no, I don't see anyone doing it better that aren't the full corporate ones. Well, th- even the full corporate ones, the fact of it is, it's amazing to me. 
the quantity of stuff we're able to put up. I, I follow a bunch of smaller ones, and I've become friendly with some of the people who run them. The fact of the matter is if I want to go right for somebody else, I could do it tomorrow. Mm-hmm. But but nobody gets as many eyes as Punk News does. Yeah, I know. You know what I mean? I'm in as good a you know there, we have a lot of followers, um, including you know bigger than the, uh, most of the corporate ones. So, uh, but yeah, I, uh, listen. I just don't want to see Eminem being put on there. Right? But what I just, if he I covers? Just don't, I just don't want to see that. What if he that. covers Guar, who's also not Punk? That would be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> but somehow yeah, I don't think somehow I don't well of course you take the mask off maybe it is maybe it's Eminem under the mask who knows right but it's funny but the funny thing is too is some of what I would call the least punk stories are the ones that generate the most uh, interaction of the crowd mm. and, and you know as far as the readers go as far as comments and all that and I know a lot of people over the years some of the editors talk about we got to get rid of these comments all this negativity and it does suck when you're helping your front buddies band out and you're like oh we're gonna premiere this new song and we're all excited about it. they're super excited about it some local band and you premiere this new song and the first comment is oh this sucks you know yeah it yeah is, but, but, it, it is sort I, of deflating but i love that instant feedback because you know ricky writing for new noise you know i did a bunch of interviews for new noise for a couple of years and i enjoyed doing it but there was not you didn't get that pushback you know well, and also when what I would tell bands, and I think this is true, is like for every one comment, negative comment, there are probably four or five other people enjoying it. Yeah, who won't say a damn thing. Exactly. So yeah, so yeah, so uh, should we do the top tens, or how, how should we proceed? Yeah, give us, give sure. us, give us, give us your top ten, Ricky. Yeah, let's let, let let's hear it. I had to pull right. mine up because I couldn't remember it. So, well, I actually I actually posted yours on the site, Tom. So. Oh, I don't know. I don't know if you saw that. I actually put it up on Facebook. So, but I mean, you can go over it. It's fine. I'm just saying. I I did put it up though. Well, I put it up on our. I I think I shared the link on our Facebook. See, the two of us are running our Punk Till I Die Facebook, so we're just yeah. kind of still a work in progress. We really don't. Every, all this is a work in progress, honestly. Yeah, I, so. I I actually typed yours out and put it up actually on our Facebook page okay. just so people could see. Let's see it I think easy. I put the link up there. Yeah. I think I put I put your review of Mass Intruder too. So we've been kind of yeah. I got someone very angry with that one. I guess. Get some <laughs> well, we seem to have a stalker, and he seems to be a very loyal listener. So I'm 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 very pleased. That means yeah. we're we're doing actually, okay. Actually, he mentioned you, Ricky. Um, this, what? Yeah. Well, he said he said he must he, have been. He must be a long time punk. Yeah, he, he he must be because he said he went to a Natterer show in Leeds, I think, and loved it. And he said you were super oh. jealous or something. So there you go. Oh well, probably. Yeah. I, I also. I, I once ran into oh god who did I I know his Instagram name I forgot his actual name but I ran into someone from San Diego and, and I was wearing my Natterer shirt he's a listener too and well, this guy's English this yeah, guy that's yeah. been yeah. some leads I think yeah and uh, well I was wearing a Natterer shirt at a show and this guy recognized and I was like the only one in the city probably wearing that shirt and uh he recognized me he goes are you ricky and i go yeah and and it turns out he had been a listener so natters bring people together guys did he, did he hug you no no hugging i'll tell you what that is <laughs> that is a great album though i'll tell you that you turned me on to that and that is a really, See, really i have good not album. listened to that i gotta check that out because that's oh. like a little more like hardcore leaning right tom it's like if you tom wait you like nightbirds right yeah absolutely. this is like well, a grittier this is like a slightly grittier nightbirds um is it female female fronted right yes and they are fantastic. We still say female fronted here, Ricky. Yeah, we do. We we're still not, we're say not Merry Christmas. We still say Happy New Year, and we still say female fronted. But yeah, so they, uh, <laughs> they, it's that band. Just, I mean, they they really killed. That was my number one. I think that yeah, that was I my number that one album of that year. It was so I, you good. know those those top ten lists. They, I agree with you. Like what happens is if you see it over and over, 
then it's like, oh, I gotta check that out. Like for me, when I was a when I was a punk new stalker, when I was just like a commenter, I don't remember what year it was. It might have been ten years ago. It was Classics of Love? I'm like, man, everybody loves that Classics of Love record. I finally got. It. I'm like, oh wow, no wonder it's great, you know. And I remember telling you, I think you found it this year or last year or something, right, Neil? Yeah. Yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's one of the, so so you do pay attention if you see the same one year after year. Problem is the ones I'm seeing this year are like Menzigers. I'm like, well, I know I, I don't really care. For, yeah, you know, I mean, I know what the Menziger are. They're fine, but they're not really my thing. You know, mm-hmm. um, I didn't really see anything on the list that made me said I got to go check that out. I just yeah. didn't. I, I just didn't after, see it. After looking through all the lists, I noticed like there wasn't one like. I thought it was going to be Lagwagon. Upon. I thought Lagwagon was going to run away with it, but I know, which I actually, I don't know. I don't have any inside information, but the one I see the most, Pup. Pup or uh, maybe, uh, maybe Off With Their Heads, maybe um, Teenage Bottle Rocket, maybe. So Off With Their Heads, maybe as high as it is on my list because the other one wouldn't work with the generator, so I stuck Off With Their Heads in there. <laughs> oh, but damn. maybe not. Did, did you... Because well, all right, then let me go. Th- you go ahead and through your top tens. You have you have pup on yours or no, Ricky? I do. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. So um, I'll start from ten. So ten. Let's do is it. Off- Count it down, Casey Kasem style. Coming <laughs> uh, in at number ten. Number ten is off with their heads. Be good. Yep. Number nine is pup morbid stuff. Eight is subhumans crisis point. Seven is teenage bottle rocket. Stay rad. Lag wa- uh, six is lag wagon railer. Five is bad religion. Age of unreason. <clears throat> Uh, number four <clears throat> is Be Like Max, Save Us All. Three is The Menzingers, Hello Exile. Number two is Not On Tour, uh, uh, their uh, their album Growing Pains. And number one, like I said before, is Clowns, uh, their album Nature Nurture. So I am not I'm not a big Menzingers fan. I like a lot of the bands that they sort of do, mm-hmm. like style, but I just, I never, it just never had enough punch for me. Did you listen to the earlier albums? Yeah, I mean a little bit. It just never caught my. Mm. It just never caught my ear, and that's why. And it, I, I, you know, and I'm I'm making fun of that band. I'm not making fun of it being on your list. You and I are different generations. Oh, and, I mean, it's it's weird because you and I kind of like crisscross into a taste. Like, yeah, we have a bunch of. Sometimes you and I will totally agree on stuff. Sometimes you yeah. and I will totally agree on stuff, and then there are times yeah. where like we are completely the opposite. Well, you and I are different enough in age, and I know I've made this joke before on the other podcast. You and I are like, if I had knocked up my like high school girlfriend, uh, that's this, how old this going? you would Holy be. Shit. The age. Well, I'm saying Ricky would be the age. Okay. Of that, Ricky might be my love child, may or may not be. <laughs> that's, why I call, that's why I would but, call you Papa Tom in in, in the group, yeah. the Facebook groups. Yeah, no, exactly. no hugging, please. No hugging. There's a, there's a couple other 40-year-olds kicking around now that are actually just getting into it. So uh, chances are pretty good they might be around longer than I are. You, you know, maybe not. Um, I remember uh, I didn't start writing for Punk News until I was 40 or 41, Ricky. I was already, you know, I was well, already. Well, you came in only a couple months after I did. Yeah. And it's funny because you and I were the last real survivors from that class, even though there's still a few around, but none of them that contributed the way we did back in our yeah. prime, you know. I mean, yeah. it was like you and Ronaldo against the world, right? Yeah, basically. And we uh, was it was all so different, you know. And and I, at first, I, you know, Ronaldo is kind of, but I, honestly, I've come to respect the guy so much just because he was able to crank out the the quantity. Even if I didn't necessarily like what he was writing about, you had to respect the guy's ability to persevere, you know, because you know how know damn how hard he... it is to write those things week yeah. after week. I don't know how he did it, um... I, and I think he might have slowed down too. I'm not sure. I haven't really. I haven't been reading his. They have, we haven't been running hardly any, honestly, because it's the end of the year. So yeah. So Tom, do you do you want to give us your your top ten? Um. Yes, I'm trying. So so I have. So of the ones Ricky mentioned, I definitely have 
A few of those on my list, but not in the top ten. Like I have the Bad Religion album on my list. I have the Teenage Bottle Rocket album on my list, but I have them down a little further. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so my top ten. Oh man, I'm 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 definitely the metal guy in this crowd. Yeah, <laughs> uh, number ten was Toxic Holocaust Primal Future 2019. Uh, kind of a newer thrash band. Number nine, Death Angel Humanicide. They're uh, kind of old school, late eighties thrash band. Number eight, Boris the Sprinkler, Vespa de Venus, uh, pop punk, uh, Green Bay, Wisconsin. Number seven, The Freeze, Calling All Creatures, old Boston hardcore punk band. Number six, Off of Their Heads, Be Good. Number five, Hip Shot Killer, uh, All This Time Is Ours. They're a trio from Kansas City. You know, not a, not a big band, but, man, they make great records consistently. Um, number four is Donnie Zulu Chemicals, um, a singer-songwriter out of uh, Saginaw, Michigan, who writes songs that feels like someone's sticking a knife into your gut and ripping it out, and I mean that in the best possible way. Uh Number three, Overkill, Wings of War, some great old school thrash. Number two, Subhumans, Crisis Point. Number one, This Means War, Heartstrings, Pirates Press. Man, that band has, they've, Pirates Press has been pushing that band. I'm surprised. I, I haven't checked this album out. Um, oh, it's so good, Ricky. I, yeah. I, I, you know, we do a thing every week, and we'll actually revisit this in a few minutes, where Neil and I like push each other to check out a band that we didn't know before. Yeah, an and that yeah. that was one that I gave to him, and at first he's like, ah, but I, it grew on him like a fungus, and he, <laughs> well, I think he grew to like it too. Yeah, and I've I've actually got it in mind. But I tell you what, it's it's a good point for you to play a song, Tom. Why don't you play something off of that, seeing as it was the number one on your list? Let's do it. Let's play. Uh, let me see. I already told you what I was going to play. Oh, oh, we're gonna, so we're going to play. This means war. This is actually the, we're going to play the first song in the album. It's called "This Is Our Why We Fight." So yeah, this is this means war. Great new album, Heartstrings, this year. So the band is This Means War. The song is Why, uh, song is why We Fight. Yes.
so there you go hope you enjoyed that that was why we fight by this means war and, i think they're uh, one of those bands that catches you almost immediately ricky mm-hmm. and they grab you almost immediately it, it's kind of like i i described it as cross between like seven seconds and Coxbar. and i know when neil first listened to it he said boy I, I i can hear all their influences too much it just reminds me too much of things but it will i think it'll burrow a little bit i think it's a really really good consistent start to finish album yeah my I, my thing my thing okay. was my thing was that um the songs are well written. They're really good songs, but just every one. Oh, this one. This one sounds like anti-flag. Oh, this one sounds like the explosion. This one sounds like ignite. So it was almost like it was a comp. They'd had a compilation and written songs like in no style. So that was my one criticism. But on the whole, it's a good album. It's the it, the songs are well written. So uh, what I've been notice, what I've been noticing, Tom, is that two things. One, like Pirates Press, like we were talking earlier, has been sort of creeping into my end of the year list lately. Yep. Um. Even more. though they're not sending you free stuff anymore, that's amazing. Well, yeah, I know. Uh, well, I mean, even in my my EPs, like I have the Leeches album from uh, the Revolts in there. Um, Revolts, yeah. See, I, I like that, but I and didn't the love drowns. it. And the Drowns. I like I, the Drowns quite a bit. Love that band. Um, so, uh, and then the other thing is, what was the one label that we have not heard from in a while, and I don't know why, that you and I both were paying attention to, Tom? I don't know. I've gone blank. What is it, Ricky? What happened to Bird Attack Records? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, yeah, because they I, did the new Eighty Eight Fingers Louis album that was really good, and they did Vulture Wake. They did. Um, are they done? Six. I mean, do I you have know. inside information? Are they done? I, I checked their Facebook, and nothing's been posted since like mid two thousand seventeen. Yeah. Well, so, you know, it, it's funny, Ricky, because I know I know a lot of guys who run little labels, and I'm sure you guys will both know people who run little labels. Because there was one out of Chicago that I really liked, and, and I don't know that they're going to be doing much more. What happens is these guys turn like 40, and they're like, man, I've been dumping all my personal resources and all my energy into this label, and you're not making money. Eventually, you just say, you know, I, I just got to walk away. So yeah. unless you are like Red Scare successful, it's really hard to be around for 15 years. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Um, but that was – yeah, so that was um, – so yeah, I guess – I, I don't yeah, know what happened there. I was starting to like Louis album was definitely on my top 10 a couple years ago. I really liked it. It was called Thank You for Being Your Friend. It was really good. Yeah. So I thought that I thought I'd just point that out. But it's mm. it, overall, I'd say it was a pretty way, way to point a point a finger on their suffering, Ricky. The I, suffering I, just, the... I didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, you know, there was it was overall a good year for music. Um, I thought it was punk. solid. Yeah. I, I, 2014, 2015 for me were amazing. Even 2016 was great. Um but uh, I actually thought my I, I was hoping for more EPs that that I put on there. Like I put it on my end of the year list, but like the Hot Water Music EP that came out was fine. It Did wasn't. Was so um, I don't know. It was overall decent year. I thought it was. I thought it was a solid year. I think every year is solid, but some years you just have to dig dig a little further than others to find some good stuff. But I know because you know Neil was complaining. Oh, I don't didn't get into a lot of new stuff this year. But when you went digging, you found some cool stuff. I did, and I'll give you mine now. So number ten, I had Boris the Sprinkler with Vespa to Venus. Number nine, I had Gimpfist, an English band with their album Blood. Uh, number eight, I had This Means War. So there you go, Tom. That was one of yours, right? Heartstrings, right. number eight. Num- number seven, Harrington Saints, Thousand Pounds of Oi. Another uh, Pirates Press band. Number six, I had Morrissey's uh, covers album, California Sun, which I loved. It's yeah. Ricky's favorite. Yep, his favorite. <laughs> um, number five, I had the uh, third Mast Intruder album. Mm. Number four, Teenage Bottle Rocket, Stay Red. 
Number three, The Freeze, Calling All Creatures. Another one of yours, Tom. <laughs> number two, I had Tiger Army, Retro, uh, Retro Future by Tiger Army. And my number one was Emil and the Sniffers, their self-titled album, which I thought was superb. Another Australian band. So, mm. Yeah, I'm telling I, you. I don't know why I'm resistant to listen to that Emil and the Strippers. Emil and the Strippers. If they were Emil and the Strippers, I'd probably listen to them. If we're being honest, I brought back a couple of these uh, IPAs that are only brewed in the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. I just finished my second one. I'm sort of sad. I wish I had a third. But what it was like eight percent, eight percent or some shit. I don't know. You're gonna be they don't. They don't. Deep, they don't send it down to my part of the state where people actually live. You can only get in the UP. Uh, I don't go. think I'm going to take the four-hour drive and pay the bridge toll to get another six-pack, but it wasn't bad. Well, Tom, knowing, knowing you, like I know you, I really think you actually like this Amal and the Sniffers album a lot because it's got a lot mm. of uh, ACDC-style uh, rock and roll in it, too. I mean, it's yeah, it's good. It's it's really well done. But, you know, so. and, and Ricky, and I'm, and I'm curious about this with you now being separated from Punk News for a year because Neil's always said to me, or said to me, and he's definitely part of the reason I'm cutting back on reviews, don't tell John. <laughs> is because he said, how do you have time to listen to what you want to listen to? And that is a problem. Like, like yeah. I don't have time to listen to what I would call my, my comfort food records or whatever because I'm spending all my time listening to new music. So I'm kind of looking forward to spending a year listening to Nevermind the Bullocks and Walk Among Us and you know, whatever, whatever I want to listen to. So I, I definitely, I'm, you know, I, 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 so now that you're, you're removed, you don't have to listen to all this stuff for the purpose of reviewing it. I mean, if you found yourself being a little less interested in new music and more trying to dig into your favorites or is that, is that not really been an issue? Um, I, it's been, it's not as like, I mean, here's the deal. When I was doing my, when I was doing reviews regularly, I was listening while listening to them while i was at the gym so uh, i so i was killing two birds with one stone yeah i used to go to the gym <laughs> and and uh <laughs> so I, I i would you know i would kind of do both um now i don't I, even go in january <laughs> uh but what would happen is like i i, I would kind of yeah, I mean, or in the car, like, uh, you know, I yeah, would listen I to have stuff a that I would like. That's when I, I, I definitely listen to music in the commute. So, uh, and then if I'm, and then if I'm getting ready, like, and like just out of, you know, if I have to change or something like that, or I'm just out of the shower, I'll throw a record on and, um, and like listen to side A and then side B tomorrow or something like that. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I, 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 I'd say it's not as intense anymore. Uh, but I'm still like always looking for new stuff um, and trying and and checking new stuff out. Like um, one of them, one or two of them actually, one or two things that albums that that ended up on my my end of the year list, like the Anti Queens from Canada and uh, the follow up on a couple lists, the follow ups as well. Like those were two that I just sort of checked Man, out. I, the follow ups are another one where I read amazing things about them, but I have not checked them out. They used to be on this little. Label that I followed that's now defunct, uh, ironically. They are this snotty little, like, pop-punk band. Definitely, and I could see them touring with Teenage Bottle Rocket with no problem. Mm. Um, Mm. And then also, Tom, I was surprised. The one thing I was surprised about your list was you did not include the Eradicator album on there. That, I didn't get a chance to listen to it. Oh, it's, it's good, man. I didn't review it. So, funny story, Ricky, uh, so Neil's in the Chicago area. I'm in the Grand Rapids area, you know, so we're only about three hour drive apart. Yeah. So we're able to get together once in a while, not a ton, but you know, a few times a year, 
you know, we could come down for, I can come down for a show or whatever. I'm going to try to get him to come up here one of these, one of these weekends, you know? Uh, but yeah, so he, uh, Neil got to experience the eradicator with me. They were opening for the Lillingtons on their, uh, they were doing the whole, uh, death by television album. Oh, at Reggie's, which is a great, great club in Chicago. So he, what, what were you, you, you mostly enjoyed the eradicator, right? Right. Neil, what was your thoughts on that? Yeah, I enjoyed the experience. I enjoyed the live performance song wise. It didn't do a hell of a lot for me, but, uh, I really enjoyed seeing him live. That was a lot of fun. There was a lot it's of It's a very uh, energetic theater. show. Did you ever yep. did you ever get to see him live, Ricky or no? Um, I got so I actually did. I but it was not a full band set. It was just Oh, he's playing uh, with his laptop. Yeah. Yeah. So I got to see that. Um he's uh he's also in the book. Um and uh, he and oh, Ryan. Um, yeah. So um there's, Oh yeah, I know so, Ryan yeah, that, a little bit too. Yeah, yeah. So um that was cool. Um and then uh, there was one other one that I thought you would have put on there. I'm blanking. Anyway. You know, it, uh, chances are yeah. pretty good I didn't listen to it. If it's oh. something that... Yeah, that's what I was going to tell you. Uh, no one reviewed the Christmas covers album that they did. Yeah, that they did. I know. And you know what? Andy should have sent that to me. And if he would have asked me, and not that, he need, not that everybody needs to do it, but I'm sorry. If the Eradicator would have asked me personally... Not to give away his secret identity, but if he <laughs> he knows he knows where I'm at, he can email me. He can hit me up. But um, we premiered a song. You know, we've done we've done a few things for him, and I I uh, I, I know him. And, you know, I don't know him well enough to help him move, but I I know the Eradicator a bit, and you know, we're we're pretty friendly. He's such a he's he's a good dude. So I actually I have should a help story him more. Of- I'm pretty sure when I saw him, and we were both well into the high lives, I told him that if you needed something, to let me know. You know, it, it, there's was it an empty a, promise? Maybe. <laughs> I actually have a story about them. You know, they have like their banner that says like "tennis sucks." Yes. Yeah. yeah. So that was my fault. <laughs> um, because I did not. I when I got their EP to the very first EP to review, I thought it was like about some guy that plays tennis. Oh boy. I did not. I was <laughs> not aware of the of the skit. So I I wrote I wrote it as if tennis, and they actually you can go back to the review and see they commented like tennis. And so that that ended up like that mistake actually turned into something they made into something really funny. So he's he's uh he's got a pretty good following here in GR, reasonably good following here in GR. He did like a four album release shows, and one of them was here in Grand Rapids. And uh, a bunch of local guys have been his his pickup band because he'll use different bands wherever he goes. Yeah. And uh, I'm like, so my son, who is a sophomore this year. Believe it or not, despite the fact that I'm parading around as a punk rocker, is um, a pretty good prep tennis player. Oh, which is funny because we don't have any money, and most like <laughs> like the kids who beat him are all rich. Like the kids who come from the like the ghetto schools, he kills, you know. But <laughs> they can't but afford like, they can't afford rackets. So exactly, it's, it but sucks. I'm like I, I should put him in like his full like uniform with his headband and he's got long long hair and he wears a headband he looks like a young uh, fucking Bjorn Borg he does he looks like a young Bjorn Borg right and uh, I'm like I should just bring him to like the show and just have him in his full thing and just start having heckle that would be dude that would be really funny actually that would be so good I wouldn't do it without shooting Andy I mean the Eradicator an email and saying hey dude (laughs) because he would make it work but when he played GR he was in pretty good spirits and by pretty good spirits, I mean he was in the same condition as most of the crowd. Drunk. 
guzzling the PB. <laughs> it was a good time. But yeah, I did not hear that record. I, you know, and the worst thing is I went to the release show. I didn't even buy it. You ever have that where you don't bring quite enough money and you're like, you're counting your money. You're going, man, if I buy that record, I'm not going to have any more beer. I actually don't drink at shows. Uh, I never, I almost oh, never that's do. That's great. So if we go, you could drive. Yeah, yeah that's exactly. amazing. You come, come to Chicago and then you can yeah, drive exactly. us all around. <laughs> you can drive us around. Awesome. Well, yeah, I mean, there's, God, I was at an Against Me show uh, th- this past year and they had like tour editions, uh, tour repressings of their first three records. And my friend wanted to be in front real bad. I'm like, all right, dude, we can go in front, but like, I want to run to the, the, uh, the um what's it called uh the the merch the merch booth i wait in line for like a half hour sold out completely i was so there was pissed. a line for the merch that's not how it works you just pushed to the front no there was a line dude, Ricky, ricky's too me. polite ricky's polite he's not gonna push the you, so you know i've had it i've had it like when we go to chicago we go, go to the same place a lot of times and i usually don't park that far away so i've actually had it where i've run to the car and put the records in the trunk now, last time I was there, when Neil and I, it was my buddy and I who travels with me all the time, and Neil and his daughter, and we all went to a show, and we were getting into it pretty good. And at some point, I was, I'm, I know everybody, or I know a lot of people, so I'm always standing around gabbing with everybody. Getting and freebies. Eventually, my, right. eventually, my buddy, well, eventually, my buddy's like, I'm going back. I can't take it anymore. I didn't know he had to take a dump. That was the big, <laughs> that was the, he didn't want to say that, but he. So so I'm like, okay, cool. So I'm hanging around. I got a, a handful of records, a couple, maybe three records, some CDs, a bunch of, you know, T-shirts. I just had a bunch of stuff under my arm, you know. And I'm getting pretty loaded, right, Ricky? So I get back to the – so eventually I get back to the hotel and I wake up the next morning and I, there's no records there. And I'm like, oh, you got to be kidding me. I lost all those freaking records I bought last night. It was at least three of them or whatever. <laughs> Couldn't find any of my stuff, but I – so I'm kind of panicked, hungover, headache, you know. So I went back to the Chinese place that I got egg rolls at like 3 a.m. to see if I left it there. No records. And then finally I go back to the car and I go to my trunk and I open it up and my records are in the trunk. And I'm like, even almost blackout drunk Tom knows to take care of his records first. That's the top <laughs> top priority. So I guess all's well that ends well, right? That's a beautiful story, Tom. Exactly. Yeah. How it will make but uh, so we we got okay we got one we better do one more song. Yep, I'm gonna play um, Amel and the Sniffers. I believe this was a 45 they put out too, but it's on the album. So this is uh, "Some Muts Can't Be Muzzled" by Amel and the Sniffers from 2019.
So there you go. That was Emil and the Sniffers. I'm sure you all enjoyed that. Some Mutts Can't Be Muzzled. It's a great song, great album. So uh, hmm. so there you go. Excellent. Well, so, Ricky, we do a thing. Neil and I do a thing every week, except for last week because we forgot. Yeah, we forgot. This is how how fast and loose we are, right? Where we kind of pick something that we don't think the other person has listened to and have them listen to it for the following week, and then we kind of get together and and critique it and play, generally and play a song off of it yeah it's yeah good. and then we play play a song or whatever generally it's been i'll pick something new or he picks something older though that's not always been the case we have certain things that we agree on like 80s kind of like american hardcore stuff we both kind of like and so we've turned each other on to some cool stuff and other stuff has been kind of we've kind of been different too but what we would love for you to do is pick something out for the two of us to listen to and then we will listen to it over the course of the week and then Next week, when we get together, without you, unfortunately, we'll we'll text you <laughs> to to, and we're gonna discuss the merits of whatever you had us listen to. So, if you have something for us to listen to, that would be excellent. Okay, so actually, if it's cool, I'm gonna give you two. Is that cool? Oh my or gosh, we stretch this out over weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give us, right. give yeah, us, yeah, no, give us no, two. Go ahead. Yeah. So, because one's short and one's long. So okay. the long one is, I'm gonna just say, if you haven't listened to Cl- the Clowns Nature Nurture album. I highly recommend it. Just do front to back in one sitting. It I is have not so good. Have you, you listened to that, Neil, or no? Never even heard of him before, no. Okay. Take a look I mean, at I've this album. I think they, Tom has posted some stuff for him. Tom, I think you'll like it. There's a good amount of metal in there. They, mm. It's so good. The, the musicianship mm. is, is top notch. The other thing, and this is a much, much shorter album, um, and unfortunately, this band does not get enough attention here in the U.S. and North America generally. They're big. They're relatively big in uh, Europe. Um, when I was writing news stories and stuff like that for punk news, they would always be on those big, like European festivals. And but they've never been out here. So the, the, my number two album of the year was Growing Pains by Not on Tour. Um, very poppy, uh, but a lot of intricate um, and. A lot of intricate musicianship and really, really good vocals. Um, so kind of giving you something more on the hardcore thing with clowns and then very pop, uh, almost fat wrecky. Not on tour. Kind of huh? okay. Not on tour. Let me write this uh, down. I never forget. I always forget to write them down. And then I've, got like, it, dude. Dude, I've, I've got you it, dude. I've got it. Okay. Yeah. It's a very quick listen and it is super catchy. This band would be, if they, if they would be like pairs level at least if they were, if they were here. Um, if if they had any if they had tour here or anything, um, uh, I wish some some a bigger label here would sign them. Um, they are really really good. So those two, um, and that one will goes by real quick. So those are the two I I'd say you two should check out. Okay. All right, we'll check it out. We'll yeah, we'll, we'll decide without you whether or not we want to stretch that out over two weeks or only one week. So yeah, so I, or choose one, but uh. Uh, I, so Tom, Ricky, you, our our, Tom, our job to you is you should listen to that uh, this means war album. See what you think. I should. I I've, I've been meaning to give them a shot because I know like Pirates Press. I, I think I have something by them too in my record collection because Pirates. Well, Press I know they have a ten inch. I have their. They sent me the ten inch a while uh, a couple years ago. Oh, yeah, the ten, ten inches five songs. No. That's really good. Oh. One of my like you know handful of ten inches I have. Oh yeah, I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of ten inches. They don't belong anywhere. You know. No. <laughs> Because right. your really... automatic turntable doesn't know what to do with them, right? Yeah, and also I don't have any place to put them. That looks nice, right? I have my boxes. Yeah, exactly. And and it's like, oh man, I need some slip covers for them. What do I get? Do I hundred of them? Dude, I did. Well, I I've got slip covers, so I'll give you. Oh I'll yeah, give we you have some slip covers. Maybe that's right. I'm gonna <laughs> I'll steal give some you some. Next time. Yeah. Well, I had Tom, to buy like fifty. Tom, yeah. your your uh, taste in pop punk 
confuses the hell out of me. So I'd be curious to know what you think of the Not On Tour album. Yeah, guys, sure. guys, guys, hold on a second. That brings up a huge point. So I had people ask me, so when you guys, when people say pop punk, they mean like nobody seems to mean the same thing by the term pop punk. Yeah. So what do you kind of like hardcore? Yeah. So what do you guys think? What like define pop punk to me? So for me, it's like very, you know, definitely more melodic vocals, probably some sort of, um, you know, just normal chords. Um, not really. It, definitely for me, it's like Mass Intruder, Teenage, Teenage Bottle, Bottle Rocket, Rocket, Not on Tour. Um, okay. I, I'd say they're not, I, I would not, I definitely not put those guys in like melodic hardcore or anything like that. Um, also I would, there's put, a fine like, line though with some of those yeah. bands, like a direct hit or something like that. They're a pop direct hit. Band, so, so. Yeah. Direct hits a perfect example. Um, the See, are, are they though? Are they though? Because they don't sound anything like Mast Intruder or, or Teenage Bottle Rocket. They're very bombastic, but they're still all melody, right? Hmm. Uh, direct hit. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I know that they're more they have... bombastic than like a mass intruder, yeah. but it's still those big sweeping melodies, not like shouted vocals, not no kinds of breakdowns or, you know what I mean? It's nothing. They, they, they'll t- they've touched upon hardcore a, a late a, in their later albums. But if you listen to Dome Splitter, that is straight up pop punk. For it's sure. more like pop punk where they took a good hit of crank. Yeah. You know, it's and, just or, like and acid, yeah. jacked up pop punk. So, so Tom, so, Tom, do you, do you are, you, are you in agreement with, with, with what I, I am. Said? I mean, I think that's the modern definition. Definitely. Like the Menzingers are a pop punk band, right? No, shut up. They're not. Come on. The Menzingers? I mean, what would you call them then? <laughs> I know what I'd call them. Because <laughs> <laughs> they have that little gruffer voice. Be vocals, nice. They're, they're be like, nice. They're amazing. So what do you call them? I'd... Like Spring, Springsteen informed pop punk? <laughs> I, I don't have to be nice. <laughs> well, but, but to me, okay, to me, growing up when I grew up, Pop punk to me is such a '90s thing because I love Screeching Weasel, the Queers, that kind of Mr. T experience. The the Buzzcocks were the first pop punk band. Parasites. See, I don't really consider them pop punk. I mean, I definitely think they were the foundation of it. But they're such an OG punk band that I don't really. I mean, they're pop and they're punk, but I just don't call them. You know, I think pop punk was a genre that was mostly from the '90s. Hmm. Even the Descendants. I mean, they were a pop punk band, no question, right? But I don't think they really fit into the. Fit of the category with the weasels and the queers and Mr. T experience and the parasites. And yeah, I was going to say, the, I was say the parasites are the perfect yeah. example of that. Yeah, the parasites are fantastic. Just, you know, big, big choruses. I mean, Ben Weasel had a pretty rough voice, you know, but he was still still pop punk. And I think that's a, that's the problem is then pop punk became things like Blink-182, Newfound Glory and things like that. They're just, I mean, they're just not good for anybody, right? Not good for anybody. Exactly. Yeah. Sure. It's funny when we got to about when we got to about forty minutes in. I'm like, oh man, are we gonna have enough to talk to Ricky about for a full hour? Now what do we have? Like an hour and twenty uh, minutes or something? Hour nineteen, my friend. Yeah. Ah uh, yes. <laughs> and that's without the music in. So, so I tell you, you what, we better wrap it up, and then it, you know we maybe we can do this again another year, Ricky. We'll try to catch up with you again. I feel like there's still avenues we haven't explored yet, but oh, absolutely, I'd love to come back. So uh, we, we appreciate you being our first guest. It, it, yeah, it's for do. a couple of reasons. A, we're still trying to work like uh, the technological bugs out, so we didn't want to have too big of a name. Sure. Why would you? <laughs> yeah. Want, yeah, I'm not. So you're fine. so you're sort of our yeah. guinea pig, but I, I, sure. I enjoyed talking to you, and I had a good time catching up on. on oh no! On things. Like I said, we'll have to do it again, definitely. Absolutely, guys. I'm honored to be your first um, uh, guest. It was a blast, and it's 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 nice to be back uh, podcasting again. 
It's good, man. Well, yeah, and this and they get they go up pretty quick, so you'll be able to you'll be able to hear it back fairly soon. Yeah, I should so have I'm gonna, it, I should have it up by like Tuesday, I'd say, something like that. Cool. So hey, if is you number, want, is number nine available right now to listen to? Number nine's been available since pretty much since we did it, Tom. I got that out in okay. one day. Yeah, that was like Jeez, a record. Well, you're becoming an editing master. I am right. Exactly. <laughs> available. Um, yeah. That that's that's my uh, that, that that's my thing. I'm like all I do is talk. I don't know how to do anything else, <laughs> and I could talk and yeah. talk good. but hey th- once again thanks a lot ricky if anybody wants to get a hold of us it's punk till i die uh 77 at gmail.com or punk till i die uh podcast podcast on facebook and we've been we've been getting some messages and maybe we'll deal with that next week i didn't want to get into it with with ricky, d- d- right. uh, with ricky too much he shouldn't have to walk through the same <laughs> market. hey hey so, hey R- hey ricky do you want to do you want to plug your book again yeah that'd be great okay, yeah, um do it. So again, uh, my book is called I'm Out of Here, O-U-T-T-A, um, a collection of interviews and anecdotes from the punk scene 2014 to 2018. Uh, you, you can find it at Store Envy, at Store Envy I'm, I'm sorry, I'm out of here book um, for signed copies or, and cheaper copies. Or if you want to get free shipping, uh, you can go to Amazon um, and you can just type it in there. Um, or if you want to kind of just do it on the side through Instagram, my you can find me at Desert Burst ninety two, um, and there's only twenty. There's only about twenty left that I have, so um, you know, and they're only hundred and fifty. So uh, you know, I I can't say how long they'll I'll have uh, copies for. So just you know, get and, at me. And this thing is four hundred pages. You said. Yeah, it's it's like four hundred and forty total. Wow, it is a thick crazy. book. You could definitely crazy. put it in a pantyhose and whack somebody over the head with it and knock them out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and it's got Ricky. You come up with this shit, Tom. That's, I don't know. That's got Master Truder. That's got you Master Truder. You never put, a, you never put a cue ball on a pantyhose and whack somebody over the head with it, Ricky. <laughs> yeah, come on, Ricky. You know, maybe that's just yeah. You know, maybe we just do things differently when we try and knock people out out here in Los Angeles. <laughs> you just run them down with your Ferrari, don't you? <laughs> yeah, you just run them down exactly. with your Ferrari. We know how you are in California. Yeah. He's he's young. He's single, and he lives in L.A. What else can you, What else can you say about Ricky, right? <laughs> I mean, I'm just and he jealous, loves Ricky. clowns, apparently. Exactly. I'm yeah. just jealous. But anyway, hey, thanks for listening. Check out Ricky's book. I am halfway through it right now, and I'm very much enjoying it. So everybody, uh, take Appreciate it easy. We will. We'll be back with episode number eleven before you can even imagine. Thanks yep. a lot, guys. That's right. See okay. Ya. Bye. Bye, everybody.